0: Hey guys, this is Michael, the host of the WDYM, the What Do You Mean podcast. And hey, if you have a passion for anime, sports, manga, sports entertainment, politics, sea turtles, the environment, you name it, come do it here on Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you need is all in one place. Anchor has all the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right here on your phone and or computer. If you're worried about distribution, I don't think you should. Because there's plenty of platforms that you can do this from. From Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, Pocket Cast, Sister, just to name some of them. Everything you need is right here in one place. Go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get it started. Oh, by the way, Anchor is totally free. So let me tell you this. If you build it, they will come. Go ahead and download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and get your podcast started. everybody welcome to the wdym podcast the what do you mean podcast i'm your host michael gillespie and this is episode two episode two is talk we're talking about marvel uh mainly the black panther and the falcon and winter soldier and the main topic of today is my life and times at chipotle mexican restaurant yeah could you imagine that that is going to be something (laughs) that i hope you enjoy as i talk about that stuff but Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on at Marvel? Marvel just finished the first season of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Six episodes long, and uh, what can I say other than it was just over-the-top impressive and great. And uh, it was about basically the story of Sam Wilson after uh, Avengers Endgame, where uh, Steve Rogers gave him Old Man Steve or Old Man Cap, decided to give him the shield and him be the next, the successor To him and be the Captain America And as the show went on it basically Broke down everything that Is basically Racist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Or basically our real world And it was funny to see it this way Because You don't think of it like that You know you don't think like These things actually happen In the real world but it showed it Clearly as as The sun coming out in the afternoon But like episode, each episode had a little, a little thing that brought up the racism in, in America, so to speak. Like episode one, where he's like, "Hey, this is too much for me. I'm gonna give the shit up to the Smithsonian." Where Captain America's at, without, as soon as you blink your eye, they're giving it to the new Captain America, which was be John Walker. And now, in the in the comic books, this is exactly what happened in some sort, some sort of fashion. He did take over the mantle, not in the ways that the show did. But John Walker was, nevertheless, Captain America. And it's, it's funny, though, almost each episode brought a little hint of racism. First one was like, hey, Steve, or uh, I'm sorry, Sam's going to be like, hey, I can't take the shield. It's too much for me. I'm going to give it up. And instead of giving it to Bucky, you know, to, uh, Steve Rogers' partner, he gave it up to the Smithsonian. And I think that was, I think that, <laughs> in my mind, I think it got under Bucky when he's like, hey, man, you ain't, you ain't going to give me the shield? That's, that's kind of messed up. But either way. He gave it up, gave it to John Walker. Episode two, it was even funnier because next thing you know, he has a black best friend. I'm like, okay, I mean, that's not that's not out of the norm. People, you know, white people, you know, people have black best friends. That happens. That's 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 a real thing. Then he's at a they're celebrating the new Captain America, and it looked like at a HBCU campus. I'm like, you know, okay. Okay, you know, maybe we're all excited to have a Captain America. There's nothing wrong with that. Then they bring out his wife. His wife is black too. Okay, I'm like, okay. I mean, maybe you know, he likes him some brown sugar too. I'm not hating. I'm not. I'm not hating at all. I'm just simply saying that you know, all these things that are historically for black people are given to John Walker. No problem. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not tripping. Even though it shows that way, I'm not tripping. Then, <laughs> episode three, or we learn more about what really happened during the time with uh, an actual black Captain America with Isaiah Bradley. Now, this was exciting for me because I'm more of a Patriot fan, which is Eli Bradley, his grandson. And if you read the Marvel, if you actually read the comic books, you know he had a blood transfusion. So, therefore, that's how he got his powers. So, we also learned that, hey, he was... According to the according to the show, uh, as I Isaiah Bradley, he was locked up. He's locked up for saving his people and stealing the costume of Captain America. Locked up for thirty years, and then come to find out that they experimented on him by taking his blood samples, trying to, to replicate the serum that was given to Steve Rogers. How messed up is that? You in jail already, and they're gonna come in and take. it. <laughs> And then that's the thing I was wondering Like if you have the super serum in your body That means you are basically A superhuman Why are you letting these people put needles in you And just let you You just gonna take my blood No I'm gonna beat your ass Don't you come up in here trying to take my blood bro (laughs) I, I thought that was funny Like you gonna let them I mean I'm pretty sure you're strong enough to Actually get your butt out of jail Why are you in jail Listen I understand, you know, as a veteran of America that you want to serve your country, but you're not going to lock me up for 30 years. No, not when I got the super super serum soldier in my blood. Yo, I want to be doing jumping jacks and jump straight out the top of the building. I'm out. You're not keeping me 30 years in jail. So that happened. And then also the thing about the new John Walker, a.k.a. Captain America. He was just trying to flex on everybody. I'm Captain America. Do you know who I am? This, that, and the other. It was one point where the Black Panthers guard, the Dora or J, whatever. They came in one episode and John Walker, a.k.a. Captain America, was like, hey, guys, I'm Captain America. Put down your pointy sticks. And it's like, oh, is that like a African like side joke or something? Either way, the Dora Malaji did not play with him and beat his tail. And he was so distraught about it. They weren't even super soldiers. So basically, and that was only, what, four or five episodes. If you haven't checked out The Falcon and Winter Soldier, please do. It was really good. If you like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I'm telling you, who doesn't, that's worth that's worth it. Actually, the both shows, the WandaVision and The Falcon and Winter Soldier, both have been great. So if you ever get a chance to go on Disney+, Plus, please do. So that's topic number one. Topic number two is this whole Black Panther thing. And, okay, look. We all understand that Chadwick Boseman played the character, like, 1,000% correct. He basically is the Black Panther. And it was great to see him in all the multiple movies. And it was even better to see, like, you know... What he did for the role And it's like When you see the Black Panther And I'm saying this specifically as an African American Or a black American Whatever you want to say Was that when you see someone on here As such prestige And you're not seeing You know A typical Hollywood Black acting Lead acting movie It's different It's different because Like he wasn't treated as royalty So when you see Chadwick Boseman Play, to, play T'Challa And you see it done so well It's like Wow he does deserve all the accolades of being the Black Panther. And I get it. I'm not trying to say, you know, downplay what he did. I get it. However, however, I still think they should recast. Now, what Kevin Feige said during the what reveal for four, Phase 4, Phase 5, etc., etc., is that they're not going to recast T'Challa For the Black Panther 2 and Don't quote me on that. It's a paraphrase of what he said now. It doesn't say like. What about Black Panther 3. However. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. Because. How many Batmans have we had? How many Supermans have we had? I think Joker's been reiterated. Three or four times. Spider-Man. Three times. Hell. Even one of the characters. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. uh, Rhodey. Twice And I can only get one T'Challa I mean that to me That does not make sense at all How I I, I get it I understand Chadwick Boseman played the role perfectly And It's a difficult topic It's a difficult topic for Any fan to Talk about But We all watch Black Panther for T'Challa And what T'Challa does and now they're going to say, "Yo, I, we're not going to even recast or anything like that." It's, it's, it seems foul to me because we all love the characters. We come to watch the characters. We don't come watch the actors. But I get it. I get it. But I feel like the chala story is just starting. I mean, I always felt at the end of, at the at the end of Endgame. And spoiler, if you haven't seen that, but where the hell have you been? Like, Iron Man died. Captain America's old I'm I'm thinking that hey Black Panther is going to be the next next in line to lead the Avengers in the next phase four phase five phase six and etc and now because of this untimely death that I understand why do we have to put the character on the shelf I mean and even even if you think about it you could write a Black Panther 2 without T'Challa because remember if you haven't seen any game he was blipped so he was gone for 5 years what happened to wakanda those 5 years you could have a new king and that new king brought peace or had a conflict with somebody and then bang you bring the Tyler back for black panther 3 and have that story I don't, I don't i just have a problem with that so that that to me always boils down to what's going on over there. But, but I think they should recast. And I think they should recast with John David Washington. I think he's probably the best actor to fulfill that role. But Marvel's always hit the hit the hit it out of the ballpark when it comes to casting their actors. So I have faith in them except this one except this one decision where they I think they're wrong for that. So with that being said, that brings what's going on to an end. I'm gonna hinge you up with this quick PSA about that soap because I really love the soap. Check it out. Listen to me and then buy the daggone soap. Man, it's time to stop visiting the soap section in all your grocery stores. That may sound gross, but guess what? Those bars and liquid soaps are gross. What you need to do is go to DrSquash.com. DrSquash.com offers you a natural soap that makes you, your skin, smell and feel great i've been doing it for a couple months now i got three bars of soap that i typically mess with bay rum spearmint basil and alpine sage and i will never go back to liquid soaps or bar soaps again go to drsquash.com fill out a a survey to find out what what bars of soap work for you and thank me later drsquash.com feel like a man smell like a champion You know what, (laughs) secretly, I am super proud of that because I did 30 takes on that just to get that right. But yeah, Dr. Squash, go get the soap. I guarantee you, you will love it. I promise you that. All right, on to the main topic of today. The main topic of today is my time at Chipotle Mexican Grill. Now, uh, during my time there, I came on as a manager. I just graduated uh, culinary school, bachelor's degree. And I'm out there looking for a job, so I just put it out there on Facebook. Say, "Hey, look, who's looking for, you know, a chef or something like that." And then one of my friends tries. "Yo, why don't you work at Chipotle?" I'm like, "Chipotle? Are you kidding me? I just got this degree, and you want me to work at Chipotle?" So, hear me out. Come do an interview, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So I'm like, "What do I got to lose? I just got out of tech. I just got out of uh, it's culinary school." Let's go for it. So the first the first restaurant I went to was in Kings Island or close to King's Island. And uh, there I did an interview and uh and I should have known that things would be different at Chipotle. Okay, I'm doing an interview with the guy who, who I went to high school with. Um, doing an interview. And then the first thing he asked me was like, Well, um, how much you wanna get paid? Now, I always had a problem with this because I always, you know, always give somebody a discount because I'm thinking I'm gonna make like a whole bunch of money through raises and all that stuff. So I always scale myself down. I don't know why. It's just like, I guess, a homegrown discount, whatever, what may. But this is what, I, this is what I've always done. And I don't understand why. So my first asking price was, I later said, here, let me get this amount. He looks at me he's like, are you sure? I'm like, I think so. I mean, I think this is an adequate, an adequate, an adequate amount of money for this type of work. He looks at me like, okay, now, Paul's right there. I should have, I should have like, hold on, let me go use the restroom. And then look it up. I don't look up what, a bachelor's, a bachelor's degree equivalent, something, something, something. So, I didn't change it. I just took it. He's like, okay. So, he got the daggone Michael discount, whatever. So, I'm working at King's Island. He introduced me to my manager, Sam. Now, Sam that, that dude, shoot, Sam was cool. Sam was a real cool guy, and I love working with him. So basically he said, all right, look, this is what you're going to do, Mike. He said, you're going to study the book, work occasionally, but I want you to finish on this book. Like, all right, the manager's book. So I learned, you know, Chipotle, this, that, and the other. I'm like, okay, whatever. So the first couple of weeks, that's all I'm doing, right, just throwing on the book, studying to be a manager. That doesn't last long. The thing about Chipotle, at least when I was there, is that people like especially at King's Island, they would line up 1045. I've never seen someone line up for fast food at 1045, 15 minutes before we open. I'm looking at these people like what's going on? I, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, I, I literally don't understand. This is still a fast food restaurant. Like, I'm 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 making Chipotle parallel to McDonald's. Or Burger King and stuff. Like, nobody lines up for Burger King, or Taco Bell. These people are lining up. Like, oh my God, what did I sign myself up for? I'm just looking at them outside the window and they just all sitting it on their phones. I'm like, oh my God, it's just Chipotle. Come to find out that Chipotle is crazy busy peaks, peak, per- peak periods, all that stuff. And then they want me to work. I'm like, okay, fine. So I start working it when we need, we start getting busy and stuff. Turns out we're busy all the time. I did not know this. I did not know this about Chipotle. I've never been to a Chipotle prior to me working there, right? So as a couple months go in, I'm there at Chip- I'm there at Kings Island. I'm talking to Sam. Cool cat. Loved it. It was it was it was it was out of the seven other like okay, let me rewind a little bit. I start at King's Island, right? Then I move to six other restaurants, which makes a grand total of seven different Chipotle's. Out of the seven different Chipotle's, King's Island is probably the second best one. So saying that, so what I got from there was like everything is focused on precision and tricks and all that stuff. So basically, you're saving money for the company, you're not ordering as much food for the next the next week and all that stuff. They teach you all the tricks and all that good stuff. And Sam was doing that. We were cool. So as I grew my manager, the guy who hired me, was like, "Where you at on your book? I'm gonna be honest with you. It's he like he's like, All right, I ain't been doing my book. He said, Well, why ain't you been doing your book? Like, hey, we've been busy. He said, All right, hold on. He would run to the back, go talk to Sam, close the door. <laughs> I'm like, Oh shit, I got Sam. <laughs> I got Sam in trouble. Oh no. So uh he would leave. All right, Mike, I'll talk to you later. I said, All right, cool. So I'll go back and talk to Sam. I'm like, Yo, <laughs> what did he say? He so, said, yeah, um, we need to get back on that book. <laughs> so back on the book, it lasts a week. Guess what? Back on the line, back on the register, back on helping. It's just at this station, at this restaurant, we were too busy for me to just focus on the book. So this brings me to, so so Joe comes in. He's like, hey, all right, man, I feel like I made a mistake here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, move you to a, a different location that is not as busy. I'm like alright cool Let's do it So we move to the Norwood location Now Norwood has two locations One inside the mall One on the outside of the mall One on the outside of the mall Now this is the main thing About Norwood I go go to Norwood Meet the manager Say hi my name is Erica And this is how she greets me She says hi my name is Erica I'm a lesbian I'm like okay I mean that's that's, that's cool I don't, I don't care, I'm not going to judge you I'm here to learn this manager job so I get paid and be a manager be Have my own store Be a, you know, super manager And all that stuff So, okay, cool So, I'm working at Norwood I'm like, I'm meeting all the people All the uh, people that work there And I, you know, I'm just talking to them Hey, how you doing, my name's Mike Came up from Kings Island, working with Sam Sam taught me a little bit Alright, cool, 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 my name's Deborah, And I'm a lesbian, I'm like, oh Okay, I mean, I'm not judging. That's cool. I mean, it was just whatever. I'm not, I'm not there to judge people. I'm there to work. I'm there to work, serve burritos, serve bowls, get people in, get people out. I don't care about your sexual orientation. You do whatever you do outside of work. I don't care. So I meet somebody else. My, hey, my name's Lashonda. Guess what she said? I'm a lesbian. I'm like, okay, we got a whole roster lesbians it's cool i'm not here to judge you here to work eight hours or in this case manager 10 hours serve these bowls serve these burritos get people in get people out that's all i'm here for so imagine that now again i'm not judging these people it's whatever however this whatever turns into stories these stories have me in my feelings because (laughs) some of these people let me just let me just let me tell one story. So one day, I'm chopping onions, getting ready for making guacamole and all that stuff. LaShonda, I said earlier, comes in and she's like, "Yeah, man, what's up, y'all?" She's like, "Hey, full of full energy. I'm, I like, I like people with energy, you know, because with the energy they give in, they give right back. So she comes in and says, like, "Hey guys, what's up?" I said, "Hey, LaShonda, what's going on?" We're 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 a group. We're a, we're a functioning group so far. She's like, "Guess what, y'all?" I said, "What's up?" She's like, "I got laid." I'm like. This is Uncomfortable because You know She's saying She's going on You know And and if you're in the restaurant world Or you work in the restaurant business this, this happens Okay What I wasn't expecting Was that She went into detail So I'm over here Chopping my onion And then she's going into detail About what she did She's like Yeah I made her bleed I'm like And then I'm like Hold on Uh I looked at her Back to my thoughts. I looked at her. I think, well, I was, how'd you do that? How'd you how'd you make her bleed? Come to find out, she they use they use weap they use I said weapons. They use toys. I said, okay, that's cool, but why would you go as far as to make her bleed? I don't. I mean, I don't even. I don't do that. It's like weird, cut off stuff that she's talking about. So I'm like, okay, whatever the case may be, so be it. And that was one of the first conversations I had. And it eventually got to a point where I had to leave there. I left there again. Same situation. Too busy. I can't focus on my book. And the actual manager was never actually there. I think she got fired, actually, too, now that I think about it. So then I moved to Hyde Park. Now, the thing about Hyde Park is that a lot of celebrities live there. I was like, cool, this is great. Work on my book some more. No problem. Uh, now, this was, whew, when was this? About well, two or three years ago. <clears throat> and uh, this is when FC Cincinnati was playing, started playing soccer here. And uh, you would notice some of them come in, like, wait a minute, dude. I I know you. And then I know uh, his name was, oh, my God, I'm going to mess up his name. <laughs> Omar Mohammed or Muhammad, Omar Muhammad. It was one of the first players. I was like, I know you. I, when I went to an FCC game, I pointed him out. I know you, Omar Muhammad or Muhammad Omar. Boy, that's going to sound bad. I might have to edit that one out. Anyway, I met him. I was like, oh, I know you. You're an FCC player. And then a lot of them, because the thing about Chipotle as a manager is that you're allowed to give away free food. They don't tell you that, but then, you know, I go ahead and get free ball and just knock it off to the game because you're you're creating business, so to speak, by, hey, you know, hey, I came in. Our manager gave me free ball, get positive vibes. So to speak so <clears throat> Omar came in I said hey yo Omar what's up man how you doing blah, blah 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 I said yo on the house Bang So then another FCC player came in now I don't remember this guy's name oh so, well no then finally the goalkeeper now everybody knows Mitch Hildebrand everybody who watches FCC knows who Mitch Mitch Hildebrand is Mitch was a goalkeeper and yeah, we love Mitch back when he was playing with FCC he came in I was like dude' looking at him I'm like you ain't ain't that tall to be a goalkeeper <laughs> I'm like I'm like five five 5'5 yes I take my half and he's like you ain't that much taller than me but either way gave him free ball so it was cool that the FCC players were coming in and people recognized him to my surprise Andy Dalton came in Andy Dalton was the former starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals he came in with his wife I'm like looking at him like do you look he looks so fantastic. I know who he was, but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna let him know. I ain't gonna geek out over Andy Dole. I ain't gonna do it. So I'm like, yo, like you look familiar. Like, yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. No, you don't. Everybody knows who you are, punk. So I was like, yo, I'm gonna charge you his <laughs> I charge his ass his ball six fifty. He's like, seriously? I said, Yeah, man, it's a business, bro. I can't I can't I can't. I gave away my all the balls I can give out in one day. I'm gonna charge you six fifty. 750 with that steak. I didn't see the steak. Charged his ass. I don't care. So that was the cool part about Hyde Park. Hyde Park, again, it was it was I don't even know why I moved from Hyde Park, but I I moved from Hyde Park. Let's see, why did I move from Hyde Park? Oh yeah, we had a new manager and he's like, Yeah, I'll move you to Tri-County. So I moved to my fourth store, Tri-County. Now Tri-County was a brand new Chipotle, and It was run by Miguel. Miguel was one of these managers that was a golden goose. Right now. uh, Dang, I messed this whole story up. But. uh, Hold on. Rewinding to the whole thing. uh, When you when you was at King, when I was at King's Island, they always say you want to be like you want to be like Victor. Victor was like the first golden goose in this in this area. They're like, yeah, if you do good as Victor, you get a car, they give you payments, they give you extra money, so you want to be like a manager like Victor. You're like, oh, snap, like, where can I meet Victor? And this is when I was at King's Island, Sam's like, man, forget Victor, man. And he's like, what do you mean forget Victor? It's like, man, I could do that. I could do that, no problem. I could be Golden Goose or Chipotle, and they had a name for it, but I don't remember the name, where if you were a Supreme Manager or whatever, whatnot, not, you... You were given all these perks. So, Victor was one of them. It's like, oh, that's what you want. You want to be like Victor. That's the thing. You want to be like Mike? No, you want to be like Victor. Victor was the man. So, um, going back to Tri County, I didn't literally, I did nothing there. I went there, did the book. It was slow. I mean, like really slow because a new store. I got time to do the book. So, when I finished the book, I'm a manager. Bang. So, I finally make. You know, manager or assistant manager, officially assistant manager, still is making assistant manager pay the whole time, but whatever. My title, not apprentice anymore, I'm I'm an assistant manager. They send me to Finneytown, Chipotle. Now I'm on store five. (laughs) So, I'm at my fifth store, I'm getting tired of this stuff, I'm driving further and further away from home, but I'm trying to get this out because I'm an assistant manager, uh, I'm, I'm slowly creeping up doing this thing And you know It's, it's easy work but It's Chipotle and there's more Finnytown Is the most ghetto Chipotle I've ever Worked at and yes And I say that ever worked at because I ain't going back to Chipotle Ever again I worked at Finneytown And it was Ghetto everything about the store Felt ghetto the way it was built, the way it was ran, it was ghetto, and it was terrible. It was it was terrible because this store was notorious for people coming in at nine fifty nine. Now, if you work at Chipotle, you close at ten, you lock the doors at ten, you don't lock up one minute sooner. There's cameras everywhere. They're like, "Why well, you lock up at nine fifty eight? You just two minutes, and six million people could have came in at in those two minutes." It was terrible with that being said people fought I literally mean like almost fisticuffs fought over stuff let me give you the example guy comes in at 9:59 right when I'm heading to the doors a guy comes in at 9:59 he goes oh hey uh, y'all still open why do people ask that question at 9:59 your butt has already came into the store yes we're still open so he's oh cool 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 let me get three bowls now why or better yet, what do you mean you want three bowls? There's one of you. But I digress. Okay, he gets near the store. He's like, "Yo, let me get a yeah, let me get one steak bowl, one carnitas bowl, and one chicken bowl." Now, at the time, there's no chicken in that. There's no chicken in that in that th- in that third pan. There's no chicken in there. Like, yo, you gonna, and the, the guy who's cooking is like, "Yo, you gonna have to get something else." He's like, no nah, man, I came in for the chicken bowl. I'm gonna get gets me a chicken bowl. I'm like, oh bro, I can see this going the, the wrong direction. And the Cook's like, yo, you ain't getting a chicken bowl. So yo, I'm gonna get a mother chicken bowl or else. And they're like, oh, you wanna go outside? I'm like, oh my God. We getting mad over no chicken and a chicken bowl. They they really about to go. I'm like, all right, all right. Let me step in, like, hey. <laughs> Hey, you want some more chicken in that chicken bowl? Yeah, man. I'm trying to tell Cook over here he ain't listening. He's a D.A. D.A. I'm not trying to cuss. Y'all going to put the words together? Say, okay, okay, relax. Bruh, go in the back, start closing. I'll make this dude some chicken. So I grabbed two pieces of chicken, cooked them from raw to done, cut them up, served it. And then he's like, yo, can I get these on the house? like, no, nah, bruh. No, bruh. You ain't getting these on the house. So I charged him the bowls, went on his merry way. That was unbelievable it's not it was 959 three bowls and he just and then if he would have took and here's the thing if he would have took the bowls the steak bowl the carnitas bowl and got him another steak bowl i would have gave it to him for free and Yo, why are you tripping i'll just give it to you for free i have i can give away as much bowls as i want but no he was like yeah i need a, he needs that chicken obviously that's so why i charged his ass whatever after that incident, and then I couldn't be there, so I said, "Look, man, either I'm, I'm gonna quit," and I told the manager, "Like, I'm gonna quit because we got people fighting at for chicken at 1002, or you're gonna have to make you have to move me. This is this, and this is gonna be the last move." So it's all right, all right. I'm gonna move you. So he moved me to Evendale, <clears throat> and now uh, Evendale. I get there and he's like, "Yo, Victor's here." I said, "Victor's here." I said, here. I said "What?" Victor said, "I was like, oh my lord! I'm like, oh, this is great. The Golden Goose is here. I can't, I, I can't, I can't wait to work with Victor." I said, "Victor's here." He said, "Yeah, I'm gonna line you up." With I said, "Victor's here." I was excited. I just, yeah, I'm about to be a Golden Goose manager. I'm about to be the manager. So I get there, Evendale, and Victor says, "Yo, what's up, man? I heard about you." I said, "You heard about me? I heard about you." This is going to be great because Victor's here. I said, this is going to be great. Yeah, man. He said, all you got to do is just follow me, listen to me. You already did the book. The book's out the way. Let's just go ahead and get this Evendale store to be, I forget what the heck you call it, but a a good store. I said, Victor's here. That's all I kept saying. I was like, Victor is here. This is going to be, listen. I am excited. I get to work with Victor. So. Me and him together, we started getting the store in shape. But let me tell you, let me take a quick pause to tell you how bad it is at Halloween. <clears throat> now, I'm pretty sure you know by now, Chipotle has this, hey, if you dress up, you get a free burrito or burrito, buy one, get one free. Whatever the thing is, that is the worst day to work at Chipotle. I will, there are certain days to avoid. A day after Thanksgiving, people come into Chipotle. Halloween, people come into Chipotle. I remember one time someone brought a he was a pirate. I had a freaking monkey on his shoulder with a diaper on. No, not in the restaurant. No, no, that hap- that actually happened. But those are the two days: the day after Thanksgiving and Halloween. That comes off the top of my head. It was terrible. I've never. I think that was the one day I didn't even blink to blink. I didn't even sit down. I worked from the moment I came in to them till nine fifty nine when people were still coming in past that. So, yeah, those are the two days you want to avoid. So I'm working at Evendale. I'm learning. We're getting the store in shape. Then Victor disappears. <laughs> Gone. I'm like, well, what happened? Like, Did he get transferred? To this day, I don't know. And it is what it is. So it's just me and the assistant manager. So I'm like, okay, okay, this is no problem. I learned from the best. I learned from the golden goose. This ain't going to be nothing. I got this. I learned from Victor. Victor's the man. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I started doing it, getting people in, started hiring people, started firing people. Like, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't Chipotle worthy. Get out. And then the thing about Chipotle, they always asking for help. Like, we need help wanted, help wanted. I had enough people. I brought in my people. So I'm like, okay, we're doing good. We started shaping up. Then an assistant manager came in. I said, okay, I'm not going to hate. I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to do this the right way because we're going to get this together. The young lady's name was Stephanie. Stephanie was coming back from a pregnancy leave. She just had a baby. We we're gonna work together. It was like cool, no problems. So, the thing between me and Stephanie that we first after, let me th- let me rewind a little bit. We got along just fine. We were cool at first until the days that I was off. When I was off, it was a completely different story. When I, I lead very different than most managers because not everybody's meant to lead. Let me say that one more time. Not everybody is meant to lead. What I mean by that is that I lead with compassion, understanding, but yet I'm still stern with my people. I'm not going to be like, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. Point fingers and, and not help. That's not who I am. Okay. I was trained by the best in the military to learn how to lead. So I know how to lead. I lead by Leading from the front, I always say that leaders lead from the front by example. Okay, Stephanie wasn't like that, and that's cool. I mean, that's how she leads. I lead very different people. So when I was off, people were like, "Oh my God, Stephanie lost her SHI." I'm like, "What do you mean? Like she dictate, tell people what to do, and then not be, not be around?" I'm like, "Where, where would she go?" She's like, "Yeah, she's just sitting in the office, chilling, watching people on camera." You can do that technically. But, you know, as a leader, you lead from the front. So, as time goes on and all that stuff, I'm still a, a technically assistant manager. She's still technically assistant manager. So, the job came up as one of you guys is going to be the manager of the place. I'm fine with that because I know how I lead. I know that I'm pretty, a pretty good candidate for this job. And she's a good candidate for the job, too. She just leads very differently. So the day of the decision, this district manager comes in and he's like comes in, everybody says, Hi. Let's just call him Xavier. Xavier's been in the back watching him. He's like, everybody's like, Hi, Xavier. I'm like, everybody gotta smile, say hi to Xavier. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody roll your sleeves down and all that stuff. I'm like, okay. So he comes in, he sits in the back, he's talking to my to my manager while people start coming in. So me and Stephanie cock- cocked this plan. Now I think when this plan happened, she knew what she was doing. We're like, okay, I'm a man the floor. Mike, you run the state, the uh, service, run service. I'm like, okay. I thought that'd be more impressive. If I'm working the line, you know, being over shoulder to shoulder, running chicken, running this, running that, that that'll be more impressive than someone running the floor. So people coming in, I'm. we're running the floor, we're running smoothly, got cheese, we got chicken, we never run out of food. I look up, watch uh with Xavier and Xavier Stephanie talking, laughing, talking, hand contacting. <laughs> I'm like, oh. No, no, he sees me doing all this work. He sees me doing all this work. There's no way he doesn't see me doing all this work. He's like, all right. So by the end of the shift, 2 2 30, I finally get to talk to Xavier. We talk a little bit. Hey, how you doing? You know, I've been here this, this, that, and the other. You know, I took over for Victor. I put Victor I put Victor's name in it. Like, yeah, I have to go for Victor. <gasps> thought that'll you know, thought that'll oh, if you work with Victor, I mean you must be good. Okay. So the next day we had this thing called what's in your burrito. It's basically say, Hey, if you're a manager, this is your salary, this is their your your plan. Da, da, da. So we're having this conversation. I'm like, yo, I got I got the manager job here at Evendale. I'm like, oh my God. I even told my wife, I was like, hey, guess who's now manager at Chipotle? Because I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought I was leading this way, leading Chipotle the way it should be led here at in Evendale. Uh-uh. Didn't happen. So my manager comes in Sunday, said yeah, Mike. Do this. And when you do that, you know it's bad news. Like, hey, Mike. When the doctor does that, hey Mike, <laughs> you know you're about to get some bad news. So he goes, yeah, Mike, we're gonna we're gonna transfer you to Union Center. I said Union Center. He said, yeah. He said, this is room to grow. There's this, is, you know, there's another guy named there. Let's call him Daniel. Daniel's a golden goose too. I was like, oh, but this is my seventh store. You really gonna transfer me to my seventh store? He's like, yeah, but dude, the opportunity here is great. It will look good on you and all the managers and all that stuff. So I'm like, okay, 7th store, Union Center, let's do it. I'm a gung-ho type guy. I'm not going to be like, yo, screw that stuff. I'm not going. I went. No problem. So I go. It is hell on earth there at, at, at Union Center. I'm looking around like, oh, my goodness. These people are doing whatever. Like, people are just eating chicken off the lawn. Like, just... Throwing a scoop in there, eating a the chicken, which is allowed. Because, you know, trying to make sure that hay is still good, still fresh, da-da-da-da. But the same guy did it like eight times. So where's the manager at? The manager's washing dishes because we don't have a dishwasher. And the thing, I'm glad I brought that up. The thing about Chipotle is that there's no automatic dishwasher in the back. No. No, 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 no. There's three sinks and we're washing all those by hands. That, oh my God. I mean, there was times when I come in at work and there was dishes piled to the roof. Not kidding. Because nobody did dishes. So, yeah, that was one of the things. So, anyway, I come to find out that Union Center is the worst store in the tri-state. Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio. The worst store in the tri-state. Why are they sending me here? You just don't want me to work here no more, do you? So, I buckle up. I'm going to do this. So, I started teaching the fundamentals of, of the cooks because they weren't doing the rice right. They weren't doing the marinating right. They weren't doing the salt. It was it was literally a pain to work there. This is what, what broke the camel's back was when this one guy, he was a cook and he was in his mid-20s. He was chopping chicken, looking out. I'm I'm right beside him, looking out too. I'm like, what? I'm like what, what? What you look, Daryl? I mean, Daryl, what? What, what, you, what? you looking at? Play? What? You, I don't see anything. Okay, yeah, you see that? You see that little girl right there? See that? See that girl right there? I said, yeah. So she waves at both of us. So I'm like, I wave back. I don't know this person. Like, Yay, hey. She's like, she waves. It's like she's waving at who? You or me? I'm like, I don't know this person. It's like, yeah, go, go, go talk to her. I'm like, oh, okay. So I go up there and say, "Hi, my name's my name's Sasha." I'm making up names, people. I don't want to put people out there like that. It's so, name my name's Sasha. I work here. I'm just getting a bowl for me and my dad. I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yes, yeah, she's like, "Are you the new manager?" I said, like, "Yeah." It's like, "Okay, all right, Sasha." I'll uh, see you when I see you. So I go to my office. I look up, you know, look up the roster because I've never seen her before, and there she works specific hours. I'm like, "Well, that's that's a little weird." Like, why does she work like just four to eight? Or something like that. Turns out the girl's in school. The girl's still in high school. So I'm like, I put two and two together. This dude's looking at a high school girl who is a minor and you're not a minor. So I drag him to the office the next day, like, yo, player, like you you, you can't you can't be licking your lips at this young girl like that. You can't do this. I said, Look, dude, I better not catch you two together. And then, and then It's funny when I say this because this dude's like six foot two and I'm five, five and a half. Don't forget that half. I'm five, five and a half. And I'm dead ass serious. Like, I will fight this dude. I don't care. I ain't losing. I don't lose. I'm two and oh. I've never lost a fight. But I'm like, look, dude, I said, I better not catch you two together. Okay. Not like that. You could work together, be civil, work your eight and go home. That's what I always say work your eight and go home. But I better not catch y'all together with no more than like a week they both work in the weekends and i, and I looked the schedule. they're both working I'm like okay where are they so i'm like i'm asking the people around i'm looking asking the other co-workers because i'm i think me and the other managers in the back washing dishes it's like where are these two at where they at no and then you know they when people know something, they don't know. They start smirking like, oh, I don't, I don't know where they at. Like, yo, where they at? I'm turning into like a, the Hulk. Where they at? Ah. So I go to the bathroom, beat the door. Boom, 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 boom. So, yo, y'all better not be in there. So door flies up. She runs out the fast and he's smirking. I said, no, Lord Jesus, this did not just happen. It just happened. So I like, little I called HR, called my manager, officially put my two weeks in. I said, yo, I am not, I told him, I am not going to be part of this. I literally told HR what happened. Yo, I cannot be a part of this. I'm not going to be part of some kind of weird Chipotle. No, mm-mm. Chipotle had enough stories going on at that time. I'm not going to have no rape, rape anything on me. I did my part. I told my manager, I told HR what happened. Not a damn thing. at that point i said yo i'm done i can't work at chipotle and then i left that was it went on to a degree in the pastures went on to do different things but that was it man and i'm telling you the thing about chipotle is that (laughs) is that while yes working there was a story within itself the people that you work with the people that come in they make it fun so to speak you know they make it a little more entertaining like uh i remember so many people came in like and you get free food and then when they when you give a free bowl away they like it it makes their day and i think that's why we were allowed to do that and that was the fun part about working there I was allowed to give away free food and stuff like that but i mean would i ever go back when i ever go back there <laughs> absolutely not as much fun as i had at chipotle i cannot work there ever again i can't even go in there right now whenever i go in there my stomach be hurting and i don't know if that's just me do y'all stomach be hurting i mean <laughs> i don't know man but that's it man chipotle was a monster all within itself man i would never go back there and that is basically episode two of the wd episode <laughs> what do you mean you ain't gonna work at chipotle would you would you work at chipotle after hearing this story hell i don't even want to go in there let alone work there again and all that stuff but I met some good people and that's what I take with me I met some really good people working there and I do appreciate the the opportunity to work there but never again <laughs> never again my boy so that basically brings this episode to an end of the WDYM I talked about a lot of things especially with the Marvel situation but Chipotle is a whole nother monster within itself with that being said we're bringing this episode to an end this is episode two let's hear it I'm your host Michael Gillespie and Neil have a good night